Thank you for joining us this Thursday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called Thoughts on the Gospel of John. And we're continuing our message series on the Gospel of John. We finished with chapter 4 and now we're going on through chapter 5. Our scripture comes from John chapter 5 verses 1 through 9. It says, After there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there in Jerusalem, by the sheep's gate, uh, there was a pole, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these porches laid a great multitude of sick people. They were blind, they were lame, they were paralyzed, and they were waiting for the water to move. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred the water. Then whoever stepped in first, after their stirring of the water, was made well of whatever disease they had. Now a certain man was there who had infirmities for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he had already been in that state or that condition for such a long time, he said to the man, Do you want to be well? Now, can you imagine Jesus telling him that? Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no man to help me get into the pool when the waters are stirred. But when I am trying to get into the water, another steps before me. Jesus said to him, Rise and take your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well. He took up his bed and he began to walk. And that was done on the Sabbath day. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this Thursday. We thank you that you got us up this morning. We thank you that for the health in our bodies, even when we have aches and pains. We thank you, Lord, that we are able to breathe fresh and clean air. We thank you, Lord, that you provide for the food that we eat this day. We thank you for the finances that you give us so we can live and we can buy groceries and we can drive our car, put fuel in the car. These simple things that we take for granted. Lord, most of all, we want to thank you for your word. We thank you of the miracle you did in and through this man's life. And Lord, we ask for blessing. We ask for ears to hear the message. We pray for those, Lord, that will hear it, that we can bring forth a message that will be of encouragement to the listeners. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. So what a moving scene that's written here. It's very specific. It talks about the five porches by the pool of Bethesda. It's found by the sheep's gate. And it tells us there that within the five porches lay many sick and handicapped persons. Now today we don't have handicapped persons as per se in a lot of countries that are laying by the roadside. But in some countries that happens. They go by the roadside for people to give them money. For people to give them something. 
because they can't provide for themselves. And I believe the same thing happened here. Someone had to bring them there by this pool. All of them were waiting for the water to be stirred, which would happen from time to time. And it gave the promise of healing. Now this was God's doing. It was his providence. He constantly brought about miracles of healing, like a gracious flash of light amid a man's misery. He was giving hope. The stirring of the water alone was insufficient for healing. The invalids had to exert themselves, use much energy to try to get to the water quickly. Otherwise, they had no hope. This is an illustration of people living under the law of Sinai with its principles, do this and you will live. The benefits of blessing is only for those who try hard, who apply it, and then they will succeed. Much energy was necessary for this constant effort day in and day out to try to get to the pool. But those who were so weak by their handicap or their illness, their chances were nil to none. They would go every day, but they would not be the one to get into the water, even if they tried, because someone else would always be a little bit stronger and able to get into the water. The illnesses that the people suffered robbed them of both strength and energy they needed to get the remedy, to get into the pool. What a hopeless situation. What a prospect for all who attempted to attain salvation on their own. There's a much bigger story here than just getting into the pool, because we know that Jesus offers salvation. Jesus was offering this man healing, but he was offering him salvation. We can't do it on our own effort. Even in sickness, you know, we sometimes, we try. There are days that I have back pain that's so bad that sometimes I can I can get out of bed, but sometimes I just can't uh, do the things I used to do. Sometimes I need help. It's tough when you're used to doing things yourself and you need the help of others. But sometimes we have to realize we can only do what we can in the strength that we have. But salvation cannot be attained by our own efforts. We cannot be the best person in the world. Although it's good to be the best person in the world, but that doesn't give you salvation. Works does not give you salvation. Having lots of money and lots of possessions do not give you salvation. Having good health, we take it for granted sometimes until sickness comes. But even having that does not grant you salvation. We cannot obtain it on our own. But we need to thank God that there is a Savior who offers life 
out of sheer grace for you and I today. God gives us hope. You know, the hopeless condition of this man who had suffered for 38 years did not leave the Son of God unaffected. Jesus knew his need. The writer tells us in John chapter 5, verse 6, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had already been in that condition for a long time, Jesus knows. Jesus knows where you and I are. Jesus knows what we're going through, whether it's a sickness or an illness of some type. God knows. But he said to the man, do you want to be made well? Jesus is telling us today, do we want to be made well? Just like this man, he had an excuse. Sometimes we do. The sick man answered Jesus and he said, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. And he says this, he says, because when I'm going down or coming to another step or another try to get to the water, someone steps in before him. But as you've heard me mention many times, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, for whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He gives us the hope of salvation. He's giving this man the hope of being well, but also the hope of salvation. We we'll have to look at the bigger picture. It's not just a good story, it's reality. Jesus knew all along about this man's illness. He knew what plagued him, and he knew the man's wish, the man's desire to be healthy. And we know that because he went, he had someone bring, them, bring him there along with all the others that were crippled, uh, um, those that were handicapped or had some type of illness. But this particular man, as we've been talking about, the woman at the well, the nobleman and his son, the son that was sick, the woman with the issue of blood, here is another example of an individual where Jesus took the time to meet the need. Jesus took the time to talk to the man, but he was very forthcoming. He was very to the point. He said, do you want to be made well? That's the question Jesus asked us today. Do we want to be made well? Many of us, if we're going through a sickness or a pain or a, an illness of some type, we'd say, sure, I want to be made well. And Jesus can make you well. The miracles happen. These are prime examples of the miracle that happened to this man at the pool of Bethesda. But his miracle was twofold. His miracle was he was healed and he was also gained salvation. So like I said, Jesus asked him whether you wanted to be well. Now, 
Think of this man. He did not know who Jesus was or who it was before him that was asking him this question. But he did tell the man his situation. Jesus told, the man told Jesus the situation. I apologize. He told him he wanted to be healed, but there was no possibility of that happening. His energy had waned. He did not have much strength, but he had a will to to get healed. He had a desire for 38 years, we see. Now, the man's physical needs can be compared to our spiritual needs today. Just as his illness prevented him from getting to the water, sin in and through our life that dwells within, dwelling in us, makes us powerless to fulfill God's requirements. It's quite a parallel. The problem does not exist in the stirring of the water at Bethesda, nor in God's law, but in ourselves. Happily, this is not the final word in the story. What the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Romans chapter 8 verse 3. God acted. This is the message that brings salvation. We see Jesus acted to help this man, not only physically, but spiritually. He sent his son to suffer the punishment of sin in order to solve man's problem with sin. Whoever lays claim to that by faith will rise up just like this man. When Jesus said to him, rise up, take your bed and walk. And what happened? Immediately the man was made well. He took his bed, his mat that he laid on, and he walked. Now it says he did that on the Sabbath. You know, it doesn't matter what day you the healing happens on. But in this particular text, it, it's very specific. But if we lay claim to the 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 fact that Jesus died for our sins to bring salvation. We need to lay claim to it by faith. We need to rise up and continue in the power given by God through the Holy Spirit. Sometimes in our humanity, we get beat down. Sometimes we get overwhelmed. Sometimes the world situation can overwhelm our hearts and our minds and we can't hear God. Someone said to me the other day, they said, do I hear the voice of God? And I said to them, I said, do you hear the voice of God? And they said, God's been silent. But I said, God is never silent. God is always working in and through our life. Sometimes we silence God's voice. 
We need to read the word. God speaks in and through his word. God speaks in and through messages like this. God speaks through the sermon on Sunday morning, on Wednesday night, or Friday night Bible study, whichever you have. We always should come expecting to hear from God. But far too often, if it doesn't suit our taste or it doesn't, uh, we've heard the story before, we tune it out. We need to come expecting to hear from God. Just like this man, he came for 38 years, somebody brought him. Or maybe not 38 years, he they weren't going to bring him as a baby, maybe. But the, he had this illness for 38 years. Did he ever give up hope? I can imagine what it was like. It was quite a homecoming when he picked up his bed and he walked. I think of the person that brought him there. They don't have to bring him anymore because he is healed. He's healed both physically as well as spiritually. It's what it's all about today. The story is a good story. It has a happy ending. And each and every one of us can have a happy ending today. We just have to take the time and realize that Jesus paid it all. And all to him we owe. But we have to believe. We have to rise up in faith. We have to pick up our bed and walk. We can't just sit by the wayside. We can't sit by the pool of Bethesda like this man. We need to rise up and we need to walk today. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we are blessed by this message today. We are blessed of what you did in and through this man's life. You took the time for an individual. And Lord, you take the time for each and every one of us. You are an awesome God. You acted. You brought the message of salvation to this man. And Lord, you bring the message of salvation to us each and every day. We just have to open our Bibles. We have to dust them off and begin to read, to ask you to reveal the words of truth to us, to guide us, to lead us, to bring us into salvation. Lord, there are many people in the world in need of you, in need of restoration, in need of a physical healing, in need also of a spiritual healing. Lord, sometimes the physical healing doesn't always come. But if the heart is right and the mind is right, then we'll be all right. We have to claim that promise. We know that Jesus came to suffer the punishment of sin for each and every one of us. He came to solve the problem of sin. We can't keep going back and back and back. It'd be just like this man at the pool. You'll never make it to the water. You won't have enough energy. And eventually you won't even try anymore. 
The world is a difficult situation right now. There are many things happening in the world. Fuel shortages, food shortages, there's heat waves, there's famine, there's fighting, there's violence, there's war. There's all these things happening. But we need to keep our focus on the Lord. Even as Christians, sometimes we can be distracted. For me, I like to watch the news. But Lord, I ask that you will help my heart and my mind to focus more about you. It's good to know what's happening in the world, but it's also important that we know what's in the Word. Lord, we thank you for this story. Because some of us are, as Christians, we've kind of sat by the, by the wayside. We may have sat down just like alongside this man. And we say, it's too tough, I can't do it anymore. God, you're going to have to do something. But God asks us to do our part. We need to believe and have faith. We need to pick up our mat. And we need to walk today. So Lord, I pray, pray a blessing upon those that already know you as their personal Savior. Lord, it is a struggle sometimes. It's a struggle sometimes to believe. It's a struggle to step out in faith sometimes. It's a struggle just to get out of bed sometimes. It's a struggle when we have an illness and we say, Lord, why haven't you healed me? Lord, we think of the back pain that I have. You know, there's days that the pain is great. And there are other days when it's, it's okay. But Lord, you, you've showed me that when I am well, then I need to do your will. I need to reach out. And as a pastor, it takes great strength to listen to people, to hear their situations. I often share with people how I go through this situation when the pain is there and it frustrates me because I can't do what I used to do. But the Lord has shown me patience. The Lord has showed me that when I have good days, I get up and take my mat and I walk. I reach out like with this podcast with the message of hope. And Lord, there might be those that don't know you that are listening. And just like this man, they're going through an illness or a situation that seems overwhelming and they want to try to fix it by themselves. Their situation seems hopeless. Just like this man, he suffered for 38 years. But Jesus did not leave him that way. Jesus knew his situation, and Jesus knows our situation. Sometimes it could be a situation of our own hand. Sometimes it could be a situation of ex external circumstances. But whatever it is, Jesus does not leave us alone. 
You want to be made well today? Take up your mat and walk. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on this Thursday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. We look forward to joining you on Thursday with a new, I mean on Friday, I apologize, with a new message of hope and encouragement. God bless. Have a good day. Pastor Doug.